So what do you do in those times when you don't feel like doing anything? It's really easy to give advice when you're up, when you're feeling great and you feel like you can take on the world. The problem we have is that the times where no one's looking, where we feel awful, what do we do? It can be really easy to just stay in bed or not even make your bed when you get up. The thing is, all of our actions pay dividends at some point in the future. We may think, believe or feel that today doesn't make a difference. You can have another day off. What difference does it make? If you're thinking about compounding your self-development to getting huge success in your life, then it does matter. The same way if you put money aside over a period of time, five years, 10 years, 20 years, what you'll find is that money ends up compounding. And it's exactly the same in your dating life. If you start to make good decisions today, what you'll find is that they compound over a period of time. If you take any man, I don't care how old, how single, how desperate he is, and over the period of 30 days, every day he starts a conversation with five women that he likes. Every day he goes to a class to do something that he likes, whether it's yoga, gym, improv comedy, whatever it is, but some kind of overall growth and development. If he just does those two things for 30 days, I guarantee you his whole life will change. And then if you do that over a period of a month, two months, three months, six months, a year, three years, five years, the difference is unbelievable. The days when you feel down and you feel low and you don't feel like getting out of bed, you know, you feel, you feel yourself like leaning over, right? You're, you're tired. You don't really want to do anything. What difference does it make anyway? This is where your minimum viable option comes into play. So on the days where I have anxiety, I've been suffering anxiety my whole life, on the days when it's really, really bad, I don't feel like training, I don't feel like doing anything, what do I do? I think what's the minimum that I can do towards my goal? Well, the minimum I could do would be 20 press-ups. Everyone can do 20 press-ups. I can do 20 press-ups. I mean, if I can do 150 normally, I can do 20. So I just do 20 press-ups, 20 squats, 20 sit-ups. That's it. But something changes. Something changes inside. Because we no longer buy in to the fact that we're tired. We no longer buy in to the idea that we don't need to do anything today. That simple step, that small step here, there, gets you moving. Gets the energy flowing and it takes you closer towards what you want in your life. I talk about fantasies a lot in my content, how we all have different fantasies in our life. And actually what we need to do is to live out those fantasies because if you live out the fantasy, you can see what's behind it. If you always wanted to go to Brazil on holiday and you never go, you know, now you've gone, now you can see behind it. 
And the same is true in your dating life. The same is true in your dating life. If you've always wanted to have an open relationship, then go and have an open relationship. Take control, set a goal, work towards it. How could that make you look, feel, act? If you want to settle down with one woman, raise a family, write it down. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is my desire. This is my life. And these are decisions that I get to make about my destination. And what's so beautiful about life is that it doesn't matter whether that destination is true or false. What matters is living through those layers to get towards that destination. You see, you set yourself a goal to have a polyamorous relationship and then you, you know, you sort of get to here. You have one, do you know what? That's actually not what I want. I'm going to, I'm going to change my goal and I'm going to put it here. No one's going to force you to complete your goals. No one's going to hold you accountable and say, well, you said that five years ago, so you need to keep doing it. Well, actually, I'm entitled to change my views. I remember I had a former client of mine and he invited me to do a podcast with him. And as it turns out, he decided not to publish that podcast episode. And I asked him why. And he said, well, you, you know, you change your opinion and it's not really what I thought it was going to be. It doesn't really fit with my podcast. And I, I paused for a second and I thought, is he right? Do I always change my mind? And the answer is no. You see, people that hold the same beliefs now, five, ten years from now, or even three years from now, these people haven't grown. It's called living through the layers of karma in your life. A lot of my content online was really true to me at that point, and it will be true to a lot of you at this point in your life. But I'm now at a different stage, and and I'm, I'm speaking from here now, which may not be relevant to you, but at some point it may be. And as a creator, as someone who speaks and gets, you know, gets to travel around and speak for a living, the only thing I can really do is articulate my truth. And if that changes over time, then so be it. It doesn't mean I was right then. It doesn't mean I was wrong now. It just means I'm articulating a different truth. And that's really important. You want to go full steam ahead with your goals. Full steam ahead. Go and get some reference points. You've never spoken to a woman before? Go and speak to 30 today. What's going to happen? You might get rejected, but you know what? After those 30, after those 30, you're going to know something new. And you may decide, you know what? That's not what I want. But how do you know that? <laughs> Unless you go and do it. You're not going to know, are you? Unless you take the steps towards personal change. You take those steps, you know, all those years ago, all those years ago, wow, many, many years ago, 15 years ago, when I first started coaching, I had all these dreams, I had all of these aspirations. I've achieved them all, I've worked around the world, I have a very successful coaching business, I speak for a living, I am that person I envisage myself being. But a lot changed along the way. For me to become that person here or there, I had to go through a change period. And I'm a different person now. 
So although I've attained the success I wanted, the reasons have changed. You see, the reasons when I first started out were to prove myself. I wanted to be good enough. I wanted to prove to people, the haters, that I could be good enough. I wanted to have my own thing, my own business, my own thing. That's why I started. It was all about me. It was driven by my ego. As the years rolled by and the stresses of life took over, I realized that by making it about me, by making it about myself, I was bringing unnecessary stress into my life. But I only knew that because I took the leap of faith many years ago to become this person. I only knew that because I took those steps and I realized, hang on, <sighs> it's not about me. It's not about me. There's a big point in my life. Actually, choking up a little bit thinking about it. That moment when I realized it's not about me, it's about helping other people. When you envisage yourself becoming successful, of course you're going to envisage it about you. But there's a better way of doing it. There's something that I do. I don't envisage myself speaking to a lot of people. What I do is I picture myself being in the crowd and listening to myself or listening to a speaker and being moved, thinking this guy, this guy gets it. This guy, I want to follow. I want to implement this guy's advice into my life. I want to follow through. I trust him. I trust this guy implicitly. It gives me the confidence to actually start a conversation, to take control of my life. You see, when I sit in the crowd, it takes the pressure off me speaking here and it allows me to express myself and it allows me to, to help and not make it about what I can get or, you know, now it's about giving value, making an impact on what you can give. You know, when I, when I used to think about growing my business, I used to I used to think about growing it financially. So you think, you know, I want to go from here to here. And that used to stress me out because I'm like, you know, always pushing, pushing, pushing. You take all these sales courses and that. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's not what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't want to be someone that was always chasing, chasing, chasing. So when I heard about the concept of tithing, I changed the way I looked at my life again. You know, I'd lived this life up to here. I wasn't happy and something needed to change. Tithing's when you give away 10% of what you earn to a charity. I give away 10% of my earnings to Dogs Trust. I'm a big dog lover. I have a beautiful red setter called Nala who just brings me joy. And for me, giving to charity does so many amazing things. It instantly puts me in the present moment. I just feel great when I give. If I'm feeling awful, I'll just give money to charity and I feel better. I ju you just, just try it. Just give money. Just give something. You'll feel better. On those dark days when you don't feel like doing anything, go to your bank account. Donate money. We all have a cause we care about. Someone when we were young died. Someone got sick. Someone did something great and we want to support them. And we don't. And you can. And as soon as you do, you feel better. So I started to donate 10% of my 
business earnings to charity and my whole life got better. And then I made a really good decision. I decided that I'm going to make my business about what I can give, not what I can take. So if I'm going to give 10% away, how much do we need to sell to be able to fulfill the need of helping this charity over here? So I started to make my long-term goals not about me anymore, but about what I can give. And that's made me a better human being. It's made me a much better human being. It's made me calmer. It's made me more self-assured. It's made me realize that it's never about me. It was never about me. It was never about me. Yes, when I started, it was about me and me being all of this great, amazing human being. <sighs> now it's not. You know, now my, my life is very much focused on creating helpful content, helping my clients that work, that we work together with, and giving, giving. So on those days when you don't feel great, what do you do? Well, there's three things. I'm going to end with the three things you need to do. Number one is you need to stand up. Okay, just stand up. That's it. Just stand up. That's it. Number two, you say, what's the minimum viable thing I can do towards my goal? That's it. The minimum, the smallest, the smallest, the smallest. What's it, what is it I can do? And you do that. And then the third thing I want you to do is to give. Now, whether it's to give appreciation, to text someone to thank you from something, whether it's to compliment someone, whether it's to give money to charity, it doesn't really matter what it is that you do. But I want you to give. When you do those three things, I guarantee you, and you can hold me accountable for this, when you do those three things, you'll feel calm. You'll feel better. And you'll feel in control of your life again. Not only that, you'll feel like a better human being. Now, I just wanted to finish up with, you know, my final thought on this, which is that we all have the ability to give. If you don't have money, then give love. If you don't have any love to give, then give someone support. Give someone appreciation. Tip someone a small amount of money today when you don't normally do it. Go through your wardrobe. Give away what you have to charity. Take some of your old clothes. Give them to a friend who would appreciate them. All of these things help. All of these things help because they help someone else and they make it not about you. You know, often we're tired because of the stresses and anxieties in life. We're not tired because we didn't get enough sleep. We're tired because we're run down. And the gift of giving can change that. Thank you.